0: Thank you for listening to this podcast one production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, podcast1.com and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Calling all-
1: I'm Kevin McHale. And I'm Jenna Ushkowitz.
2: We became best friends on the set of Glee.
1: And now we're doing the Glee recap podcast you have been waiting for. How romantic.
2: Each week we'll take you behind the scenes.
1: Fill all the Glee tea.
2: And break down episodes from season one with former cast, crew, producers, and writers that brought the show to life. I think everyone needs a little more
0: tardy in their lives. Get new episodes of Showman's every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and PodcastOne.com.
2: Napa
3: know how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes, that'll cover it. New battery, hat worthy. Replacing an air filter, then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Know at participating Napa auto parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends three thirty-one twenty.
0: it's Dan Patrick.
4: Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick show, great guest list. Troy Polamalu, freshly minted Hall of Famer from the Steelers, will stop by. Bob Costas, Major League Baseball Network and a Hall of Famer in his own right. Jim Jackson, the uh, new TNT NBA analyst, will join us coming up here in about 15 minutes. If you'd like to get in touch with the program, you can a variety of ways. You can dial us up. 877-3DP Show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter. Handle at DP Show. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners, those TV partners for the time being, Direct TV, Audience, Channel 239, and BR Live, our great radio affiliates. They never leave us. 362 radio affiliates around the world. Chargers and Phillip Rivers made it official. They announced that the veteran quarterback will hit the free agency market this spring, and even if he never plays it down. Another down. Philip Rivers has had an impressive career. Interesting career. He's always going to be compared to the two quarterbacks who went in the draft. Uh, the same draft as him, Eli Manning and Ben Roethlisberger. Rivers doesn't have Super Bowl rings. The other two do. He's been arguably more consistent than Eli and Ben, at least in the regular season. Which is both a blessing and a curse when you think about it. Because he's sixth all-time in passing yards. He's been named to the Pro Bowl eight times. And with a resume like that, you have to have at least one trip to the Super Bowl. But it never happened for him, partly because the Chargers ran into Bill Belichick's Patriots at the height of their dominance, and partly because of injuries, organizational problems have held the team back. So we'll see what happens in free agency. As I told you during Super Bowl week, I got a text during the show from a source who said, as we were talking about Philip Rivers, and I said this to you probably six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, he was not coming back to the Chargers. Or the Chargers were not going to have him back. And I got a text from a source who said, look for Philip Rivers and the Colts. Now, got some headlines, got some play in Indianapolis and, and certainly with the Chargers in Los Angeles. I don't know if he's relocated to Florida. That means he'll play for Bruce Arians in Tampa. I think he wants to play at least one more year, maybe two more years. But if I'm Philip Rivers i probably go where the climate, the conditions would be more conducive to an arm that's not that strong. You can play indoors half your games with the Colts. That might be the place to go. I don't know what Frank Reich thinks of Philip Rivers. I don't know how much Philip Rivers has left. I watched him last year. I thought he had a tired arm, a dead arm. Can you make some magic happen with the Colts? You're going to get better line protection. I will say that with the Colts than you did with the Chargers. Here's a stat – I wasn't aware of. If you look at what the Chargers offensive line, this is pass protection. The Chargers have finished below average in pass protection for 12 consecutive seasons, including 30th and 31st in the last two seasons. Philip Rivers didn't mess a start. He didn't have a lot of protection there. So if I'm Tom Brady, I'm thinking I'm looking at those numbers going, Hmm, do I want to get behind that offensive line? Or that philosophy there, because this isn't just a one- or two-season anomaly. This is his 12th consecutive season, according to Pro Football Focus there. Seton, are you saying that's a stat of the day? Whoa! Stat of the
3: day, stat of the day, stat of the day. day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day.
4: Ah. Well, this is stat, and today's the day, so that's stat of the day there for you. But... uh, if you're looking at maybe the, you know destinations landing spots for Tom Brady, I think the Chargers makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense for both parties there. Brady, he has a home in Los Angeles. The Chargers desperately need some buzz moving into this new stadium. You got a lot of weapons there, a lot of offensive weapons. You got some defensive stars as well. It's Probably a more talented team than you have in the, with the uh, Patriots there.
2: Yes. Yeah. It would be kind of hilarious, though, if the Chargers got so rid of a 38-year-old quarterback with <laughs> a new 42-year-old quarterback. <laughs> like that younger demo.
4: Yeah. But it makes more sense for Brady to go to the Chargers, <laughs> I think, than stay with the
2: Patriots. We traded right. our old Hall of Famer for an older Hall of Famer. Yes, McLovin.
5: You're saying it makes more sense to go to the Chargers and stay with the Patriots? Yes. If I'm Brady? From Brady's standpoint? Well, yeah. I think we have a poll question right here.
4: Yeah. If I want to go where I've got weapons...
5: I, That's true, but you don't have a line, as you just said. That made me nervous.
4: Okay, the Patriots line was all banged up this past year as well.
5: I just think the coaching staff of the Patriots is, the, is maybe a more compelling reason than Skips. I'll give you that,
4: but I don't know if he has a coach who wants him back. I think he has an owner who wants him back. The Chargers would be welcoming him with open arms there. And you go to a, a team that is trying to have some kind of identity, you would have that with Brady. Now, do I want to pay him $30 million? No, I don't. If I'm the Patriots, I don't want to give him two years at $30 million apiece because this feels a little bit more like the Lakers with Kobe when they overpaid for Kobe because the team wasn't great. Now, Patriots are going to win 10 games, it feels like, in their sleep. Are they going to be a Super Bowl-caliber team? What, well,
5: there you go. That's the reason you're in the AFC East. Why would you want to go out with Patrick Mahomes in the AFC West? I've, Brady's know.
4: not afraid of a challenge. He's he's proven that over the last 19 years. He's
1: been beating cupcakes for 18
4: years. Yes. He... Can't you just get a wide receiver or two? And then, all right, there you go. Weapons. Uh, well, I keep saying that, but they've been trying to get a running back and a wide receiver. They didn't get a tight end.
2: They knew Gronk was going to retire. But they started the season last year stacked and it fell apart. Uh, was it stacked? It, I bet you, if you go back to uh, the day that we they signed Antonio Brown, and we started looking at Antonio Brown, Edelman, uh, they had Josh Gordon at the time. They had like plus, Nikhil Harry was supposed to be good at the time. Going into the season, the Patriots were thought as like probably one of the best teams of all time. Oh, if those guys had stayed and actually been healthy, right? But you had injured, cut, cut. Right. No, exactly. So it fell apart. I mean, that that yeah. happens, but. It, my point being, it's not that, so you get Amari Cooper and get uh, somebody, whoever these other free agents are, and then you got weapons. Okay, done. Do
4: you think he should stay in New England and not go to the Chargers?
2: <laughs> Hell, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't
4: go, not even close to go to the Chargers. I think you go to the, he, I think he's considering the Chargers. But now Robert Crafter said go out and uh, have fun in free agency. I think Tom has taken this as a slight, and I think that he's, he's had some humble pie here with the Patriots. He tried to get a contract extension a year ago. They weren't giving him a contract extension. And I think he's probably saying, all right, let's see who needs who more. If I go, who are you going to get to replace me? Jared Stidham? All right. Good luck with that, Bill.
6: Yeah, Paul. Any chance Brady doesn't look at this like a just a football decision and looks at it more as a last call for me to make my statement over the Patriots decision where if I could get to a Super Bowl with another franchise, then this, uh, then the debate of, was it Belichick or Brady, can be settled. And I know it's an uphill battle, but the the payoff would be huge. If he got the Chargers or another franchise to a Super Bowl, even an appearance. Okay, then go to the Cowboys. Aw, oh, oh.
4: No, but if you're – you know, Michael Irvin said this, and, and of course, it, it caught fire with uh, the hot take networks, that, uh, hey, I'm hearing that the Cowboys are interested in Tom Brady. If I'm the Cowboys and I want to put a little heat on Dak Prescott – that's what it feels like they're doing. They're looking for a little bit of leverage, because right now Dak Prescott has that leverage. You're going to go, hey, we're interested in Tom Brady. Okay. It's a team that didn't make the playoffs last year. Tom wants to go win a Super Bowl. You want to go to Dallas? Can you go to Dallas? Are they going to gonna tag and trade Dak Prescott? What do you get in return for Dak Prescott? Okay. Is Tom Brady that much of an upgrade over Dak Prescott? Now, Dak Prescott, I think, should be taking a little less to stay in Dallas because of the value of being the Cowboys quarterback. But, hey, it's not my money, and it's his future. And if you feel like, hey, I'm the next man up, I want to get paid. And, you know, that's the same thing with Kansas City. If I'm the Chiefs, I get Patrick Mahomes' deal done right now. Give him six years, average $36 million a year, and make it all guaranteed. Just get it done. And then move on. Because when you have the new collective bargaining agreement, we might look back and go, man, they got a bargain for Patrick Mahomes. If I can get six for Patrick Mahomes, six years, I sign up right now. But if I'm Tom Brady, sure, I'd look at the Cowboys. When you're a free agent, you look at everyone. You know, we're free agent with our TV portion of this show. We talk to everybody about this opportunity. Some are valid, some aren't, but you talk to everybody. If I'm Tom Brady, I talk to the Chargers, I talk to the Cowboys, I talk to the Titans, I talk to the Colts, I talk to everybody there. I mean, this is the last roundup for Tom Brady. And if you want to go out in style, where is the best place I could go? I would look at the Colts because I'm I'm in that division and I play those games indoors, half of them. I got a really good offensive line. I got a running game. I got some skilled position players. I could use a couple more wide receivers, but it feels like their skilled position guys are as good, if not better than the Patriots. I would look at that. You got Frank Wright, former quarterback as my head coach. That would, be a, that would be a nice landing spot, I think, if I'm Tom Brady. I don't know if he wants to live in Indiana. He's got that hum- and, You It know, might be a lifestyle change, though. His wife may be saying, hey, you know what? If you're going to play – this is where I want to live. They've sold their place in New England. I don't think he's going to play for the Jets or the Giants because he has a home in Greenwich, Connecticut, but I'm going to guess Tommy can find a home wherever he goes. America is his home. He's America's quarterback right now. Yes, Paul.
6: Can you imagine if Josh McDaniels, the assistant coach of the Patriots, reaction if Tom Brady went to the Colts? <laughs> <laughs> he was going to go there a year and a half ago and tapped out on the way?
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the quarterback news is interesting with Phillip Rivers. I I don't know if he has that many options because I, I just don't think that he's lost something off his fastball. Is he still a great leader? Does he love the game? Yes, all those things there. But if I'm trying to win, is he that much more of an upgrade over Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee? I don't think so. Is he that much more of an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett? Maybe. But if you have him go to where else? Tampa, is he an upgrade over Jameis Winston? I think so.
2: Yes, Eden. I would be more shocked if I woke up with my head sewn into the carpet <laughs> than if Tom Brady went to the Colts. There's just no way. Oh, I
5: know
4: with all that happened with Deflategate. There's no way with Deflategate that I'm going it. there. I get it. I get it. But if you're Tom and you want to go to the best place, I don't know.
6: I don't know. Yeah, Paulie. The odds-on favorite for <laughs> Phil Rivers right now, Vegas odds, is Tampa Bay. Tampa's got the 14th pick in the draft, which puts them a little on the outside for getting a top-flight quarterback. Yeah. But if you want to move on from Jameis Winston, Phil Rivers would be cheaper because you've got to pay Jameis Winston the full boat. Either keep him or you don't. They could, the fans are there are not going to revolt if they get rid of Jameis Winston. You get Rivers for two years, gives you the option of draft, sign. And mm-hmm. There's no commitment there. Mm-hmm. That seems so obvious. I'd rather have Teddy Bridgewater. Sure. Yeah, McLovin. If Brett Favre can go to the Vikings, Favre!
5: then Tom Brady can go to the Colts. Yeah. I mean, the Vikings and Packers fans hate each other for a century. I, I don't know. Does anyone really care about the play game anymore? That was decades ago. You bring it up on a weekly <laughs> basis, <laughs> and you do. It's like you, still your top <laughs> five punchline, yeah. <laughs> and you defend Brady and Patriots on a weekly
4: basis. Yeah, when that's right. it did, of
6: course. Did you say decades ago?
5: Yeah. Like six years. Nobody talks about the play anymore. In reality. I think that's moved on. There's like seven more interesting scandals. This could turn out shooting. to
4: be that you know Philip Rivers retires, Tom Brady stays with the Patriots, and Dak Prescott resigns with the Cowboys. I mean, it could be all of those things. <laughs> All this is is us rooting first. That's why the Cowboys thing took off. Oh, my God, I can, I, can, I can combine Brady and the Cowboys? Oh, my gosh. Let's do it. Let's run with it. All I need is LeBron to tweet out about this, and then we've got everybody involved in this. But Brady with the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, if I'm the Cowboys, if I'm Jerry Jones' son, I want to look at this and say, do we want to be smart long-term? Because if we want to be smart long-term, then you're going to sign Dak Prescott. If you're looking for Jerry and to give him one more Super Bowl, then you look at Tom Brady. I mean, I I guess that would be the way I would approach it.
2: Yes, Eden. I just can't find a way that somebody goes to the team that has, like, branded him a cheater. But that, that front office is gone. Doesn't matter. Okay. Well. Coach, coach and GM are
4: gone. Same, Same owner.
2: Where the, the league had to confiscate your phone and put out all of like the personal details of your life so that they could figure out if you asked the ball boys to deflate football. Okay, how about the Cowboys then? Yeah, I wouldn't go there. I would stay in New England if I was him. But the Cowboys would be a lot more appealing than the, than well, the Colts. What about the Chargers? No. I think, no, I, so, do that. I think the Chargers sounds good.
4: I do. I, it, and if I'm the Patriots, so I want to spend, you know, $30 million over the next two years for Tom. And I that I wouldn't do. Yeah, I'll make 11.
5: Two questions. All right. What about Cam Newton? And is, are we assuming Ryan Tannehill and Jameis Winston resign and ruin our offseason? I don't know what
4: Bruce Arians thinks of Jameis Winston. He
5: seems to like him.
4: Well, but he also had the quote that, you know, whatever their record was – That, you know, we could have done that without Jameis Winston. Like, they they didn't need Jameis to have that record this year. But, yeah, I don't know what's happening to Cam Newton. Tannehill,
5: no-brainer, I think. Yeah,
4: I I think so. If I'm keeping Derrick Henry, then I keep Ryan Tannehill. And if I I re-sign them, then I would have that as a package. I think that Tannehill needs Derrick Henry.
6: Yeah, Paul. Jameis Winston in the past uh, three years, has won 13 games as a starter in the past three seasons. That's not good. His quarterback rating in his fifth year was worse than his quarterback rating his first two years. Mm. There is zero improvement in actual regression. The only thing he leads the league in is, you know, interceptions and yardage because they're always down. I, I can't imagine paying extra money for that. I, I mean, if, if, if the Tampa Bay signs him for anything, that would be nuts. Got people tweeting
4: here, Rivers to the Colts, question mark, no, exclamation point. Rivers, old, tired arm, glue on his shoes. QB ranking, last year, Rivers 17, Jacoby Brissett 18, just say no. I'm only telling you what I was told by a source. And this source was listening to the show, watching the show. When we were in Miami, we were talking about Philip Rivers. And he said, hey, don't rule out the Colts. That's all. That's all I got for you there. Uh, By the way, this show brought to you by True Car. Get an upfront price from a dealer online. Search from over a million pre-owned vehicles with a new True Car. Buy smarter and drive happier. Pull question, McLovin. By the way, we'll get into the Saints situation with Taysom Hill, Drew Brees' future, Teddy Bridgewater's future there. Have that for you coming up. Want to talk to Jim Jackson, this whole small ball here with what the uh, Houston Rockets are doing. Is it going to provide big dividends there come postseason time? Yes, McClellan.
5: I'm just going to jump the gun right now. I can't help no, it. There's too many mind. clicks involved, Dan. In. Okay. There's too many clicks. And
4: that's what we're all about.
5: Who would you rather who? have a quarterback for your team? Phillip Rivers or Taysom Hill? I'll hang up and listen.
4: Well, wait. There, I don't think there are teams competing for either Phillip. You would, have a
5: choice. But, uh, Taysom Hill's a free agent, and he says he wants to be a starting quarterback. Why well, I would rather have Taysom Hill. That's hot. I don't think so. I did Philip Rivers. I think that's I, kind of hot,
4: now. I, you know, Philip Rivers five years ago, four years ago, not now. Yeah, see. Didn't Taysom Hill on the uh, just about like yeah him five years ago? <laughs> like, people don't realize Taysom <laughs> Hill's going to turn thirty. In August he turns thirty. People are like, yeah, he's a franchise, including him. I think saying he's a franchise quarterback, I'm going. People know he's thirty. Yes, Todd. Do you want
1: a multi-purpose quarterback over a proven veteran, even though his best days are behind him? We know what Phil Rivers. I, can
4: I do, think right? I do. I think I would take Taysom Hill over Philip Rivers. Yes, Paul.
6: Phil. Phil Rivers has 397 more touchdown passes than <laughs> Taysom Hill. Phil Rivers has 397 career touchdown passes. I know you can figure out. Yes, yeah, Seaton.
2: Now that uh, like <laughs> Philip Rivers has become the new Eli Manning in these poll questions of the. Aging veteran quarterback that maybe has a good year left. I don't know. Who, did, who do you want? Eli Manning or Teddy Bridgewater? Mm. We used to do those kinds of things. No, know. Now that he's retired, that's uh, Philip Rivers is unfortunately in that spot. Got to move on to, uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> Got to have another quarterback that we can you know, say, come on down. All right, we'll take a break here. Jim Jackson from uh, TNT will join us, former NBA player. And uh, a little later on, Bob Costas. Baseball is going reality show here. I'll give you my thoughts on that coming up. And Troy Polamalu, the Steelers Hall of Fame safety, will stop by as well. 20 after the hour, just getting started. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show.
6: 66% of men start losing hair by 35. I started on my 32nd birthday. I think I did like a self-check and noticed it. Not a good idea, but it's going to happen to all of us. Once you start noticing thinning hair, it may be too late. It's 2020. Medicine and science can help you do something about it. It's not 1885 anymore. Grab the new year by the follicles. Hims helps guys be the best version of themselves with FDA approved products. The best part, no awkward in-person doctor visits. answer a few quick questions online and a licensed physician will review and determine if it's a prescription that's right for you. We highly recommend you check them out before it's too late. Don't wait five years and say, Oh, I'm going to get on it now. Dive into 2020 hair first. Our listeners can get started with the first month free. Go to hims.com Patrick. Seriously. Check it out. You don't want to wait five years, seven years, and then you're way past your prime, if you know what I mean. Prescription requires an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Offer valid only if prescribed. Three months minimum subscription. Additional restrictions apply. See the website for full details and important safety information.
5: Napa knows how
3: Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott Racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break 25 bucks. Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how.
1: Napa know-how.
3: At participating Napa auto parts stores. While supplies last. Offer ends 331.20.
0: <laughs> Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life.
4: By the way, why wait till the All Star game to catch show stopping moments? Watch your favorite players' teams, and you can do it live. NBA League Pass. Visit NBA.com to subscribe today. I mean, I love League Pass, but Detroit against the Hornets, do they play once a week?
5: They're like the Titans. Uh, cult oh, matchup of the NBA. God. They're on every day. It's tough. And then you have in the Pacers are a really good team, but they're always on that first channel. Yeah. You know.
0: Oh boy, that's tough.
5: Is this killing the NBA that the East is unexciting?
4: Well, it does hurt. It's foregone conclusion. The Bucks are going to end up with you know probably seventy wins, and you got LeBron and the, also the Clippers. That's late night TV. So you you lose the Midwest and you lose the East there, but. Now, what else do you have in the East? The the drama seems to be the 76ers. Are they going to melt down before the end of the regular season? And, by the way, my Toronto Raptors, nobody is noticing. The Raptors have won 15 in a row. Longest streak in franchise history. Uh, Their final game before the All-Star break will be Wednesday. And uh, are we having Pascal Friday?
1: He is expected to join us on Friday.
4: All right. About time we gave some love to the Raptors there. Got a great coach, great front office there, and they've been the big surprise so
6: far this season, certainly in the East. Yes, Paulie? You wouldn't want to watch Hornets, Pistons, Devontae Graham putting in 14 and Thon Maker putting in 12. Those are your leading scorers last night. Yeah,
4: that's not great basketball. Thon Maker. Not great basketball there. All right, uh, we have a Taysom Hill question. We'll get to Jim Jackson will join us, TNT NBA analyst. Uh, Mike Florio stepped in it where he was uh, – let me see if I have – here. here's the tweet from Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. If you don't think Taysom Hill is a future star in the NFL, you haven't been paying close enough attention to him. He was the best player on the field for either team in the Saints-Vikings playoff game. The biggest question is, can he stay healthy if used all the time? Now, I don't know what that means, that he was the best player on the field. Now, for that game, okay. I mean, I'm going to guess Michael Thomas is pretty good at what he does, right? I mean, he had 150 catches. Taysom had a great game. But how many 30-year-old quarterbacks have yet to throw their first NFL touchdown pass? Because Taysom Hill hasn't thrown a touchdown pass yet. Can he run? Can he block? Special teams, wide receiver, maybe a quarterback. Maybe, you know, is your offense different? You know, Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill because of all the options. You know, there's different things. And you know what? This is a drop-back offense that Taysom Hill changes all of that. But, uh, you know, people went after Mike Florio about this Taysom Hill tweet. Like, okay, he was
5: he was the best player on the field that day. Was he really, though? He certainly did everything. He had 50 yards rushing, and he had two catches for 25 yards. And, like, I mean, I'm looking back at that game. Adam Thielen went off in that game at 129 yards. Didn't he David throw Cook a pass? Off. What's that? Didn't he throw a pass in that game? And he threw one pass for 50 yards. Yeah. Down. But, I mean, the Vikings. I mean, it wasn't a great pass. Them. Yeah, I mean. I know. Thielen and Cook were way too it, but the say are all, everyone triple teams Michael Thomas, so of course you're not going to be covering Michael, uh, Taysom Hill. All right. I'd like to see Taysom Hill as the primary weapon and see how he does that.
4: I would like to see him as a quarterback who's going to have to throw 20 times. Now,
5: maybe you use him in a
4: Lamar Jackson type fashion, but Lamar Jackson led the NFL in touchdowns. Passes. Yeah, Paulie.
6: But if you're the Saints with a franchise that's got great offense, great defense, skill position, everything is great, you want to bring in a project quarterback who's 30 now? That seems like this guy's not played quarterback where he passed the ball in six years, is back in his BYU days, whatever. And he was not that accurate then. It seems like if this were a transition time for that franchise, then maybe.
4: Yeah, I don't understand it. If you said I could have Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill as my quarterback, i like Teddy Bridgewater. Taysom Hill, we love the possibility. We love the unknown. And, and Taysom Hill is an unknown. Great athlete here. But he's got seven career completions here. Yes, McLovin?
5: Maybe, is this Sean Payton trying to prove his brilliance?
4: Well, if you're going to move on from Drew Brees, you're going to move on in a different way. Taysom Hill would be moving on in a different way. And does he fit the new NFL at that position? I just don't know how accurate he, he, he will be as a quarterback. I just got this from my source. I was talking about Philip Rivers to the uh, Colts. The offensive coordinator in Indianapolis was on the staff in San Diego with Rivers. The terminology in Indianapolis is very similar to San Diego. That offensive coordinator loves Phillip Rivers. So uh, whether it happens or not, uh, I just, I've just i been told that that's the team to keep an eye on. All right. Yes, McLovin.
5: That makes so much sense, right? Frank Reich was in, in San Diego. He was. Is that who we talked about? Their head coach? No, the
4: offensive so coordinator. The, the offensive coordinator.
5: Yeah, Reich was there too. Yeah, but the whole that Nick, whole offense. Nick, yeah. Nick,
4: Nick Sirianni. Yeah, he was the offensive coordinator. So he's I, the offensive coordinator with uh, the Colts. I feel like
5: it's done. The way you're well, talking. No, no, about no, no! Don't do that. Don't no, I, I know, so. but it makes so much logic. No, 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 no,
4: no, 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 no. Dan Patrick reporting. Oh, Patrick calls God. it. Yeah. Let's get to Jim Jackson, NBA on TNT, Tuesday night analyst on the call for tonight's Celtics Rockets game on TNT, doubleheader, uh, Clippers in the 76ers. Thank God that's in Philadelphia. The 76ers are horrible on the road, but uh, the great Jim Jackson joining us on the program. Are you a football fan, Jim? You
7: know it's Steelers, baby. Really? Steelers. Grew up a Steelers fan.
4: Yeah, but didn't you grow up in Ohio?
0: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Did you play football in high school?
7: Wait a minute. Hold on.
4: Hold on. I I lost you on your phone there. I got him on hold there. Todd will reconnect with him. Something happened on his phone. He must have hit a button or something. You grow up in Ohio. That's like saying you're going to be a Michigan fan. You
6: grew up there. Can you imagine living near either Browns or or Bengals?
4: Well, I could never be a Steeler or Pirate fan. But growing up, and and they were always great competition. The Steelers obviously were great competition, but the Pirates and Reds going back and forth that was that was awesome. Is that Jim back with it? Oh, Steelers, all right. the kick, okay.
7: The Steelers and you kicked me off. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, who was your favorite player? Those guys must be a. One of your audio guys must have been a Browns fan or something. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Who was your favorite player?
7: Uh, Len Oh, okay. Did you
4: yeah. play football growing yeah, my...
7: yeah, I did. And I, I played defensive end and tight end. Were you like LeBron?
4: Like, remember LeBron played wide receiver in high school?
7: Yeah, I was. I played more tight end, but I, that was that was in my neighborhood. I mean, that's what we did either before. You know, grade school, high. You know, we went around to different neighborhoods we played. We played in our neighborhood in the snow uh, during the summer. It didn't. I mean, football was just. Now we play basketball. Don't get me wrong, but it was something about football. I don't know. I don't know what it was at that time. It was just the the thing to do.
4: Well, in Ohio, it is. It, and plus, where where you're from, you know, football is, is king up there. Uh, a couple of things, basketball wise, here. Let me start with the Rockets with the small ball. I don't know what it means for the regular season and certainly for the postseason for this team. You can be a matchup nightmare when you're going, you know, night in and night out for a different city and a different team. I get you in a seven-game series. Now all of a sudden it's different because I put all my efforts into stopping you. So Rockets regular season, Rockets postseason, what do you think is going to play out here for them?
7: Dan, you know, that's a good question. And and I'm going to go back and I'm going to say this. Back in 95-96, when I was with the Mavericks, Dick Motta was the coach. We employed the same kind of strategy. We had Popeye Jones playing the five. It was like George McCloud, myself. Jamal was hurt, Mashburn. It was Tony Dumas, Jason Kidd. And we did We had to do it by necessity because we didn't have any freak men. So we went on this rampage where we just ran basically three guards and two forwards and just shot a bunch of threes. And Back then, it was a little bit different because the emphasis was, you know, putting the ball in the post. But when we were hitting threes, hitting threes, it worked, okay. And then teams had to try to match up with us, and we figured our, our threes could outdo your two. But it was a challenge because it, we just weren't wasn't accustomed to playing like that, and certain matchups just did, just didn't benefit us. Very much similar, like this Houston team did. The regular season against the Lakers, the Lakers didn't want to adjust. They wanted to play big, so it benefited, you know, the Rockets. But in the last, you know, two games against Utah and against Phoenix, when you got perimeter players that can, you know, still stretch the floor, play a little bit more defense, it, it causes a little bit more of a challenge for the Rockets. Um, and in a seven-game series, depending on who you're playing, if they have perimeter threats just as much as the Rockets, It's going to be a challenge. I mean, because here's the thing. I was looking at some stats, right? The Rockets are scoring their opponents, outscoring their opponents like 166, 142, I think it is, in the post. I mean, in the paint, which is great. But they don't get the stops when they need it. And that's been the, the overall question and issue with the Rockets. We all know they can score. But in the playoffs, in a critical situation, can you get two, three stops in a row to allow your offense to work for you. And, and that's my biggest thing about about the Rockets. You know, are they going to give up some rebounds? Yeah. But they don't play defense good enough, I think, in the playoffs to be able to advance to a conference championship, even a championship uh, because of that.
4: Talking to Jim Jackson, uh, NBA on TNT Tuesday night analyst. He's got Celtics Rockets coming up tonight. Also, the Clippers and the 76ers. Uh, At what point do you think the 76ers have to make a decision on, are they a Ben Simmons-led team or Joel
7: Embiid-led team? That's a great question because when does management uh, really make the decision to say, you know, this is not going to work? That's the question. Some some teams do it a little bit quicker than others. um, But because the franchise went all in on both players, it's a little bit more challenging for them to – have to pick and choose, but they're going to have to make an decision because right now it's just not working. I mean, especially with, unfortunately with Al Horford came out and said about some stuff going on in the locker room, then he kind of peeled back and said, but we're going to keep it in house. you, <laughs> That's something that's going on. And, you know, a lot of blame got put on Jimmy Butler about saying some stuff, but it's ironic that when Butler left Minnesota, it was issues that he talked about when he left Philly with these two and what's going on, it was issues, whether that's, you know, the two superstars not getting along with Brett Brown, them not getting along with themselves. Uh, It's something going on deeper because there's a reason why this team hasn't, you know, gotten better because of the talent. And, you know, the decision, too, Stan, are we going with the hybrid point guard where – you know, he could do multiple things but can't shoot the basketball or a dominant post player who can pick and pop even though the game is revolving around perimeter players. That's the biggest question for Philly. Who's going to be our guy in the future?
3: Yeah. Okay? Yeah.
7: Where are we going to go? And that's something from an analytics perspective, you know, they try to look at. But it, it's a tough decision. But I think, I think if anything, they'll hedge towards M B. But the problem with M B is, you know, is his durability. So if you're gonna if you're gonna put your franchise behind Embiid, you're gonna have to put a mandate on him about getting in better shape and really being more professional about what it, about his business, and that's gonna be a tough ask.
4: How surprised were you? The Lakers didn't do anything at the trade deadline.
7: You know, I was surprised from the perspective. You know, they didn't want to really give up Kuzma at this time. Um to get, and you know they don't, they don't really have a lot of draft assets, so it had to be more giving up a, a key asset to what they want to do. I think the biggest issue is trying to figure out another playmaker. Um, Rondos you know, played well last night, but on a consistent basis for the Lakers, I think to really catapult and get past the Clippers, ultimately if they had to play them, and they didn't need somebody else when LeBron exits the game and everybody talks about it. Man. The production and playmaking goes down, but who was out there that could kind of give them that without giving up you know, Kuzma. I think what they may fall back on is the buyout market, maybe. And look at some guys that are available that can shore up that second unit a little bit more, whether that's a wing player or another uh, point guard. Um, so I wasn't overly surprised, because I knew that they covered it. Uh, Kyle Kuzma much more, because they think he still has the potential to be, you know, a dynamic third option, you know, coming in off the bench. So uh, we'll see what happens in the next month with, with, with the you know, guys being bought out to see if uh, the Lakers make any moves. You
4: played for 12 teams in the NBA, is that right?
7: That's right. Do
4: you have all the jerseys from all 12 teams? And can you name the 12 teams in order?
7: Well, of course, because they all paid checks. But I know the name, okay? None <laughs> know the name. That, that's easy. Now, a jersey I don't have, Damon Sotomayor still has my Portland jersey. And, he, you know, he still has it, he has a sentence. So. I got an issue with that. That's what I got, but that's the only one. um, I run down the
4: run down the teams here.
7: Mavericks, Jersey, got that right. Got those two. No, you had
4: you had Toronto in there.
7: No, no Mavericks. No, no. I said uh, Portland. Portland has my. That's where I played with that name in that. Let me run down. Okay. Okay, okay. Here we go. Mavericks, Jersey. Uh, Philly, Golden State, then I went to, from Golden State, I went to Portland, then to Atlanta, to Cleveland, to Miami, Sacramento, Houston, Phoenix, L.A. Now, Portland was in 98-99, so that lockout year.
4: I think he left out the Nets.
7: No, I said the Nets, Jersey, the second team.
4: Okay, all right. Uh, Okay. okay. All
7: right. That's good job. So I, got all, I got all of them. So, I, I have some great cities, man. I'm going to tell you the beauty of it, though. I'm going to tell you the beauty of it, Dan, is that, you know, as a player, you, you don't envision yourself, um, you know, traveling and being on different teams. And after my injury, my third year, that kind of set my career back. But, it, you know, it is what it is. But I got an awesome opportunity to see some great cities, play for some great franchises, and more importantly, meet a lot of great people on and off the court. So, things that I do now – um, having that kind of career path have, has opened it up to be able to have those uh, friendships, you know, those connections that I never would have had. Would I have chosen that path myself? Of course not, you know, but sometimes in life things happen and you just got to roll with the punches, you know.
4: Paulie, can we call Portland, can we call Damon Sotomayor and at least get Jim Johnson his jersey by For sure.
7: Yeah, call, call him over at, he's at Pacific University. Okay, okay. all right. Todd,
1: see, you know, would you get a
7: hold of uh
4: Damon I am on the case, you yeah. should get his jersey back. Yeah, I mean he should. I mean you only played like nine games for Portland.
7: Yeah, I played a little bit more. A little bit more. Okay. But right. he owes me my jersey.
4: Nine nine starts. Playing. Nine I don't know why he's doing it. I got you nine starts with Portland.
7: Yeah, nine starts, but I played a lot of okay. minutes with him coming up there. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know, honestly, though, you know, Dan, the, the thing I was special about Portland, that was the first time in my career I got to the playoffs was that year. Um, and we lost, to, we lost to San Antonio in the Western Conference final that year, and they went on to win their first championship with Popovich that year against the Knicks.
4: I didn't mean to besmirch your Portland career there, Jimmy. I'm sorry about you that. You did. I'm, I mean, that's okay. I'm that's sorry okay. about that. Hey, but I'll make up for it by talking about how great you were at Ohio State. How's that? How about about helping me get my jersey? I will. We're going to work on that today. All right? (laughs) Have fun tonight. Uh, Thank you, Jimmy. Good to talk to you again. Anytime. All right. That's Jim Jackson, TNT. Got the game tonight, Rockets and the Celtics. And you got 76ers and the Clippers. Take a break. Play of the day. Coming up next, Dan Patrick Show.
1: And now, back to the show. Napa
3: know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts, like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how at participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 33120.
0: Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer N73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.
7: Oh my God. The
0: play of the day.
7: Put her left,
1: the Check
0: this out. 9.9 on the clock. Get it in for Dinwiddie. Defended by Crofton. Six seconds. Dinwiddie
1: fades away. Oh, Dinwiddie. Got it. A clutch J for Spencer Dinwiddie. The Nets take the lead with 3.8 left.
4: The great Iron Eagle with the call there. Spencer Dinwiddie hits the go-ahead jumper. The eventual game winner, Nets get past the Pacers. He uh, led the Nets in scoring with 21. Indiana dropped their sixth game in a row. Brooklyn will play the Raptors Wednesday before they go into the All-Star break. A Little Beastie Boys, no sleep till Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving remains out with a spring right knee. That's courtesy of the Nets television network. Play of the Day, Play of the Day brought to you by the great folks at 1-800-Flowers. Today only, get 18 Red Roses, $29.99, or upgrade to the 24-STEM Colorful rose medley plus a vase for only five dollars more. To order, go to one eight hundred flowers Click the radio icon. Enter code Patrick today. All right. Do we
5: have a poll question? Have we already? Yeah. Have we already changed the poll question? Well, I put up: uh, Who would you rather have as your starting quarterback? Philip Rivers or Taysom Hill? Fifty-four <laughs> <54% laughs> <laughs> percent. They're both gonna be so co- random. They're going to be competing for jobs in what a month. And eight days. Okay.
4: Here's the question. Now, what is Taysom Hill's contract situation? Unrestricted. Career. Unrestricted. Okay. Here's the question. In two years, Taysom Hill will be a Pro Bowl quarterback or a backup quarterback slash running back wide receiver return man. You got to pick one of the two. So is he going to be a starting quarterback, Pro Bowl quarterback, or he's going to be a backup quarterback, wide receiver, running back, return man? Yes, Todd.
1: I'm going number two. I see him in that slash. I movie. know
4: you do. Well, well put.
1: I'm going number two. That's completely unnecessary. You don't even have, have to edit that. I didn't. I didn't get that right away, but it always goes back to that. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you'd do it.
4: Yeah, uh, McLevin, you got a. a I would.
5: Really, I remember Jeff Duncan said to us that Sean Payton views him as a Steve Young to Joe Montana.
4: Jeff Duncan, the uh, beat reporter
5: for the, uh, I think the Athletic. Yeah. Yeah, he said. Uh, so I, I would lean that'll be a starting quarterback, not at all pro necessarily, but. Okay. Uh, all right, starting quarterback. I mean, Steve Young. That's if that's true, and he's the number one beat reporter. That's pretty high high expectations there in New Orleans.
4: I think Steve Young had a little more of a track record as a passer. He was. Not as athletic as Taysom Hill, but Steve, I think, was a better passer, better quarterback. Seton O'Connor?
6: Probably a backup somewhere, hanging on. Hanging on? Yeah. Paulie? Same thing, a backup all-purpose player. You know, the comparison to Young is interesting because Young didn't take over the reins as a starter until the age of 30. But he had started about 20 games in his career before that and was a prolific passer in college.
4: Well, he played in the USFL. Yes. Then he played in
6: Tampa. He played uh, ish and like, yeah, he had a he had about th- twenty five starts in the NFL. Yeah. Before he took over. Yes, he. Like nobody
2: starts their professional quarterback career at thirty, and or very rarely anyway, right? I mean. I, I don't know that that's ever happened before. And how often do these hybrid players ever work out where sometimes we line them up at wide receivers, sometimes he's at quarterback, sometimes he's a kick returner, sometimes he's a running back. That player never lasts uh, a, a whole career.
4: And I know that Mike Florio loves him, and he's got a great connection with Sean Payton, who probably you know said to Mike, hey, I really love this guy. And look, he, he may be right that he was the most talented player in that playoff game with the Saints and Vikings. Or the best player. That doesn't mean he's a franchise quarterback, in my opinion. Who's the oldest quarterback to throw his first touchdown pass? I'd be curious. Taysom Hill might be on that list. He turns 30 in August. Troy Palomalo, the former Steelers safety, will join us. And Bob Costas a little bit later on. Dan Patrick Show.
0: Podcast
6: One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify.
4: Napa Know How. Now at Napa, get a
3: free Chase Elliott racing hat with any twenty-five dollar purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break twenty-five bucks? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer three thirty-one twenty.